1: <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. We're already off to a great start on the Donna yeah. and Steve experience. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Holly Roberts hanging with us. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. whoa, what a morning, huh? Oh, you know,
2: it's Steve, a good and journey. I,
1: Steve and I. We have this um shared document like most of the shows do and we add the things that we like to talk about and sometimes you could see it happening live like if we're on the document at the same time from home yeah, yeah. i could see what steve's putting in he could see what i'm putting
2: in and you could put things in the night before if something strikes you and you're watching a show and you're oh my gosh we need to you know do this so <laughs> it's this really useful tool Uh, to just, you know, to get everything organized. And it's laid out with how our show is, so we know the different segments we have and all that. Sometimes we'll shift the stuff that each other has around. You know, oh, let's pair this over here and all that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we come in, and then we talk with each other about, okay, so here, here's what I'm thinking, here blah, blah, blah. And so it's great. It's easy. It's a nice streamlined way of being organized. If usually (laughs) follow the rules. So I'm on this morning, Clacky, clacky, clacky.
1: I'm on this morning. And Clickety, can, click,
2: click, click you, click. you can see when uh, one another is on uh, because it'll have their little emblem. So I see a D pop up. Yeah, She'll I see an, an S. S. I see
1: the H for Holly.
2: Yep. I see if I, if, if I if I saw an M and it's okay. Mike's in there. You know you have, you know who's accessing the grid. It's great.
1: I wonder what Holly was thinking. Well. <laughs> I don't know if I had any thoughts. Okay. She was It was pretty ghost towny. <laughs> well. You know.
2: Well, she was busy. You know, she's doing the morning. So, right. so she's, you know, trying to keep an, an eyeball and all these things. I'm on there and I'm thinking, hmm, it's sort of odd. We're both, we think of ourselves as equal contributors to the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought, boy, Donna's not really adding anything. She's like slow reading this morning. What's going on? I'm not seeing any additions, not, no notes to each other, anything like that, nothing.
1: Meanwhile, I'm thinking, wow, Steve's been on for quite a while. He has not put one single piece of content into this document.
2: So our documents are denoted by day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it turns out Donna was in the Tuesday because, guys, today is Tuesday. Stevie Boy was in the Monday, which was yesterday, if you're keeping track with a calendar. And I filled up yesterday's grid for today, and Donna filled up today's. Now, this has happened before, and I then, where where Donna has put it in the wrong day, and we've had the same thing. Last time this happened was probably like two years ago. Same thing, where it's mm-hmm. like, are you going to do anything? What's your plan today? My Contributing? Geez. Are you just reacting to everything today? And then it's like, oh my gosh. And then you have to do this merge of all of these things.
1: <laughs> so One time you walked in and I was so irritated because I'm focused on the work and I'm at the computer and you're just dilly dallying. He's like skipping in the hallway, (laughs) bothering people, talking to coworkers, feeling great about the show. I'm like, seriously?
2: And she's like, wow, (laughs) the fact that he is trying to develop a camaraderie with his coworkers before we even have a show, he hasn't contributed anything to the show. And then we realized, oh. The show is all filled up. It's good. We're good to go.
1: We're just dummies. That's Here's what we're thing. getting at.
2: But the point is today, I, it, it, an easy mistake to make, and that Donna started working. She cleared out the grid yesterday. Yesterday. Started putting grid. stuff in. She cleared out yesterday's grid. And then she started putting things in there, like she just finished White Lotus. So that I see that when I open the grid, I see finished White Lotus. We didn't talk about that yesterday. I was like, oh, that's today. Oh, and then Mike Marcotte is going to be joining us <laughs> at 11 o'clock to talk about holiday lights displays. Great. Okay, that's all there. So then I just start going. And it turns out she had realized her mistake yesterday and then switched to Tuesday. I never did look critically at it and just started pushing along. And so I'm an idiot. What do you want me to say? I'm an idiot.
1: It's all good. Anyway, we're off to a good start. That was our
3: point.
2: Yeah, we're doing fine. Mm -hmm.
1: I finished White Lotus
2: yesterday. I saw that in the grid.
1: Yes. um, Wow. Really good season. Really, really good. I like this one especially.
2: I saw people talking about this everywhere. It was everywhere that I was going on social media yesterday was talking about White Lotus. And I don't know if I've heard, you know, it's not every week that you hear people talking about an episode of a show or anything like that. But the season finale, it seems like it was a, was it polarizing or was it just... Dramatic or cliffhangery? The
1: thing is, something happened. I'm not going to say what because you'll know exactly who I'm talking about if I say
4: it. Just something happened that might make people mad. That's well, all. Well, it's not a spoiler alert to say because it is established at the very beginning of the season mm-hmm. that somebody dies. Right. Okay. So, so somebody dies. So we know that going into the show.
2: Do you know who dies? At the beginning of this season, or do they just tease, like, this is going to end in death? The
4: show basically starts
1: with somebody finding a body, washing up on shore.
2: Oh. But you
1: don't know whose body. Okay. And that's wherein the problem lies. I didn't want this to be the person.
2: Oh, sure. And I feel like maybe... This remind me of an episode of Bloodline. I feel like maybe Bloodline yeah, did something of, similar yeah. in wow. season two, Deep Cut, Deep right? Cut. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. And then you find out, oh, how how something went. Down. It was
1: great, though. It was it was really good. Um, Aubrey Plaza, I loved her in this. Um, of course, Jennifer Coolidge, always great. They're both nominated for Golden Globes for their roles in this season. Did you finish it, Holly? I did. What'd you think? I thought the ending was brilliant. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. I liked that some things got resolved before the death took place. If you know what I mean. Yes. Some things got figured out. You'll see. There was closure.
4: The episode had lots of closure.
1: Yeah, there's one little thing that's still left dangling. I think we know what happened with this particular person who started out on the season of the show, then kind of wasn't in the rest of the season. I'd really like more details on that. Donna wants a a 20-page transcript. I do!
2: She's making her demands. She's made them known. Damn it. Are people like HBO Max? HBO Max? HBO Max.
1: Yeah, it was excellent. I I thought it was really great, and I can't wait to see what else they do with the show. There you go. Watch (sighs) it. Fantastic. Uh, I also, last night... Started following. Okay, so I don't know if you know this about me. I know I only have like uh, 10, 15 seconds to tell you this. I used to hate Instagram. I hated it because everyone's feed or everything that came into my whatever, Mm -hmm. what do you call it? Your, yeah, your feed, uh, my feed. Just made me feel really bad about myself.
2: How nice their houses look. The cars. Yeah, it was just filters. all
1: very yes. Like, mm-hmm. look at me, and everybody's got a selfie and their pouty face. And I'm like, okay, you're pretty. I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, I decided I'm going to start following about twelve new uh, accounts.
2: Oh, so who'd we do? Kim K, The Rock.
1: No, they're all animals. <laughs> um one is a hedgehog one's donkey and mini horse i've got cutest monkey pizza Aww. the queen the wiener dog <sighs> lemon and the Pizza birds. the
2: queen is a wiener dog yes i love it saving
1: gorillas monkey fantastic and i am having the time of my life now my life has changed
2: completely yeah of well, course
1: all the rescues i follow two halls
2: you sent Aww. me a thing like a week ago it was some uh, instagram account of a raccoon
1: oh it's so good Love I that am just
2: realizing in this moment. There's I a fox
1: have, too, Finny. Go ahead.
2: I have goo and stuff like yeah. stains all over me. <laughs> Multiple hardened stains on my jeans. You
1: look like you've been slimed at the stains kids. on my jacket.
2: <laughs> The why Nickelodeon did I, did I, Awards.
4: come
1: through the sewer today? Well, Why don't we figure it out and come back with
2: an answer well, we for everyone? we should take a commercial break because okay. we love our partners. Uh, when we come back, Donna's got a show recommendation for me as well. I love this show. And since we peeled back the curtain, maybe we'll let people hear what our uh, voicemails are like that we leave for each other. Okay. Uh, bye now. Bye. Christmas is all, all right, we're back. Long Good long morning. Donna hey, and guys. Steve on My
1: Talk 1071. Woo! We're talking is fun, am I right?
2: Yeah, and today we're doing a giveaway we've never done before. We weren't even sure legally we could, but we Just are giving away Ignore
1: everything he's about to say.
2: at 1010 today an infant pig. This is a baby pig. So we would ask at that time when we open the phone lines, you know, if you're if you have farming experience, if you've raised a pig, that's who we want to call. This isn't tickets to a concert. This is a bond. And this is a responsibility of caring for that infant pig. So that is coming up today at ten. Holly, can you get
1: legal on the line? What do you uh, mean? <laughs> sure. Holly,
2: can't Steve. we on the radio? I don't know. Lie about things so that people stick around, well, or is that unethical?
4: <laughs> well, you know, take it up with the FCC.
2: COVID ruined everything.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: it. Right. Steve, stop it. None of that is true. Everyone, thank you. Although I did start following a pig on instagram thank you you
2: You sent me a raccoon video last week she was already following a raccoon oh
1: i I, phineas the fox i follow um uh, useless farm is a really good follow because karen the emu is such a biatch (laughs) (laughs) always trying to peck at her owner and she's always catching her catching her by the neck right before it happens it's
2: great This was like when you watched that show on Disney. It was called like Chimpanzee. or Oh,
1: yeah, with Barbara. She was a, this was like Real Housewives of chimps.
2: She came in the next day and was like calling out these monkeys by name and calling them the B word.
1: Oh, yeah. One of them was just just, like
2: the monkey couldn't even respond to
1: that. She was just such a pot stirrer. So, you know, the show is called Meet the Chimps. I think it was on Animal Planet. Great show. It teaches you so much about chimpanzees, and their and how they socialize. They get, they're very clicky, you know. They're, they're kind of like gangs. Why are you doing this to me right now?
2: You took the bait. Look at you. You <laughs> love it. I think you do have a good countercultural approach to Instagram, though. And you're right. If you feel uh, the comparison trap, and Instagram is stirring up discontentment. Uh yeah, A, check who you follow, right? You know, and you know, curate your feed. Yes, Do a good job of yes. curating your feed. And to follow animals. Uh, Cause you think about it, Donna. You feel like you've got it better than every animal that you follow. They might be cute, but you've got it better.
1: Nobody's gonna eat me tomorrow, so that's a good thing.
4: Silver linings.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, um, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Was Tom Cruise snubbed at the Golden Globes? By the way, we, we he, went through the nominations yesterday. Top Gun Maverick did get nominated for
1: Best Picture.
2: He did not get a nomination. He, Some people are wondering was he snubbed.
1: Yeah, kind of. You
2: I mean, saw his performance.
1: He was great. He was great. I he, mean, I'm not the incredible. I'm not a huge Tom. Uh, what's his name again?
2: Tom Cruise. Yeah, that guy. Okay. I'm
1: not a huge fan. Uh, but clearly. He made a really good movie.
2: You're not a fan of his acting, or or the the backstory. Just all of it. Okay.
1: Just he's he's dedicated to his craft, and there I do appreciate that.
2: I think he should have gotten a nomination simply for how good his skin looked.
4: This guy,
2: did you see it, Holly?
4: Tom Cruise's skin. No, and uh, Maverick. Oh, Top Gun, Maverick. No, I did not. Holly, I will watch it at some point. He looks.
3: Amazing. There is well, because a-
4: it's all digital, probably every oh. single frame. I'm sorry, right. Steve. Polly, Coming hot on the show. Now, everybody's face gets a once over from the post production department on TV and movies.
2: Well, let me just say this.
4: I mean, they were right on top of his they, face. They his have
2: pores. His- Looked incredible.
4: Yeah, he had a facial right before the shoot. Did you look deep in the credits, you guys, and see if there was someone that was called Tom Cruise's poor master, <laughs>
2: <laughs> poor master,
3: <laughs> the poor professional? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Also, the fact that Tom Cruise gave back all of his Golden Globes—I'm sure Didn't the Hollywood help. Foreign Press. Yeah,
2: I don't think that helps. I think you know, in a year that they're looking to avoid controversy,
1: I don't remember that story.
2: He did that last year after after the the Hollywood Foreign Press kerfuffle, right? Wasn't he sort of taking a stand like here? Take these back. You guys need to get your act right. And that's a pretty surefire way, I think, of not getting Absolutely. I think what they want is to avoid the Golden Globes. They want to avoid controversy this year. And A, that's probably why they didn't bring Ricky Gervais back, even though that would have been my choice for for, uh, MC or host that night. Um, Jared Carmichael, I don't know him, so I'm excited to see him. I think I've only heard good things. So.
0: pretty sure that's JLo. And PS, the person behind
3: all
2: of this is Chris Jenner
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the
2: fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh but and you know, Will Smith not getting a nomination or emancipation, maybe they were just like, "Look, we don't we we just got back on TV and we're on on a Tuesday night this year, not mm. a Sunday night." And they're like, "Okay, let's just Happy vibes. We want happy vibes. So, yeah. Maybe that's why they went again. Because, you know, if Tom Cruise, if you nominate Tom Cruise, even though it's a big name on the red carpet, which we think has been a driver in the past, someone, and by someone, I mean some 10 outlets are going to say, Tom, it's a little surprising to see you here considering you gave back your, you know, the Hollywood Foreign Press. They don't want that kind of questioning. However,
1: I mean, technically, he is nominated as a producer, right? Of the film,
2: yeah, you're right. I, I guess. Do you think would I, he show up to represent the movie? Then I hadn't thought of that. That's about. a great question. We? Don't nobody know. Oh, uh, we like that the do questions. We're not as into answers here <laughs> on this show. <laughs> oh All
1: right, yeah. I got a show of recommendation for you guys. Already, it is called. It's a new season, Little America. It is on. Apple TV plus it is fantastic. They're about 30 to 40 minute episodes. Every episode is about either an immigrant story or the child of an immigrant and their experience of coming to America, whether or not they became successful or usually it is a success story. Episode four, I want to note is uh, about the Minnesota state fair it's about a Somali uh, um, chef who's trying to get into the Minnesota State oh, Fair. that's fun. And get his camel on a stick. Um, it, it was a good episode. wasn't my favorite, but there are so, I mean, there's so many good ones. One is about a radio contestant. One is about um, this Russian couple. I mean, it's just, it's just really, really well done and short. And Steve, I've for one think you and your wife would like it Thank
2: okay you. i'll write that down somebody okay. write it down for me um hey when we come back with animals camel on a stick donna was talking earlier about all the animal <laughs> accounts she follows what is a quirky or unusual thing that your pet does do they react to something strangely funny behavior all the time we want you to give us a call 651-641-1071 donna's got a story next hey friend. what's up Stevie Boy from my buddies over at Hassan Dinner Theaters. They have so much going on uh, this holiday season in particular. It's just like something on every stage. So let's talk about the main stage first. All sorts of good cheer up there. Footloose is on the main stage, and they're dancing it out. There's great choreography, great music. You will love it. It's only going to be on that main stage for a few more weeks, so do get your tickets now, ChanhassenDT.com. Also, in the world of concerts, just about every single night through December is a lineup of holiday shows to light up your spirit uh we've got ginger commodore in christmas with a whole lot of soul cat perkins north country christmas the return of the celtic holiday hooli all sorts of good vibes there tickets chanads and dt.com Stevie ray's comedy cabaret is the best of comedy improv every friday and saturday tickets are just 28 bucks and chanads and dinner theaters gift cards make perfect holiday gifts coming next year two big broadway hits the prom and jersey boys info at chanads and dt.com hey good morning no.
1: Welcome back. Thank you for listening to My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Boy, talking, we're a little uh, animal heavy this morning.
2: <laughs> Somebody made this decision. And look, no one's ever going to be upset about that. People generally like animals more than people.
1: Uh, kids and animals can never go wrong. That's what they say, right? But yeah. never work with them in movies or yes, television. That is correct. Very difficult. We could talk about them, though. I was dog sitting, you know, on... Um, I was dog sitting for a friend who it, I've never, I just met this dog, right? I don't know him. He's never been in my house. Okay.
2: All right.
1: He sheds a lot. Retriever? Um, shepherd. Mm. Porter. Shout out to Porter. Hey, what oh, up, man.
2: Yeah.
1: Great dog. Really easy, beautiful, perfect dog. Lovely. Mm. At some point, I'm like, well, I have a roommate. And he's going to come in and see all this tumbleweed all over the floor. So Mm. I'm just going to go get the vacuum and set it out. Sure. Mistake number one. Uh, The mere sight of this vacuum cleaner and the dog is freaking out. He's like, please, don't hurt me. He's like, oh, get it. Put it away. Put it away. Oh, really? He's never seen my vacuum before, right? So I'm like, wow, just the mere sight of it's. Obviously, they don't like it. They usually hide yeah. dogs, cats, all of them. The
2: noise is loud. It's going yes. back and forth. Yeah. Sometimes
1: they bite at it. But yeah. just yes. the mere sight of it. He's coming to me looking for like love. He's like, please. And this is your me. roommate, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll get you the dog in a minute. Right. Um, <laughs> no, this is a dog. So it got me to thinking. Animals are really funny. They do quirky things. I had a cat hank who i had no idea what was wrong with him and it was my 30th birthday and friends had given me sent me all these balloons the cat was cowering like crawling like a soldier on the ground oh wow and i didn't know what it was he was afraid of the balloons he would run from one room to the next it happened with a wreath so i thought surely i'm not the only person uh first let's go to faith she's standing by 651-641-1071 good morning faith Faith. good morning
0: hi
2: uh faith let me guess you've got a cat
0: i i do have a cat but i also have a dog
2: is this a dog story
0: this is a dog story i have a two-year-old cocker spaniel who is just like the weirdest dog to ever walk the face of the earth and he is absolutely terrified of gift bags and coolers we had to take all the gift bags out from under the tree and hide them in the closet because oh he would stand at the end of the hallway and bark and shake what on earth well, I wonder what, it, what
2: it could be because like grocery <laughs> bags don't freak him out they right? usually
0: love that right don't they No, and i think it's maybe like the sheen on it something reflective that that bothers him i don't mm. know wow. what do you think the thing is with the coolers I have no idea. We we took a cooler out at Thanksgiving to store some extra food in, and he just went absolutely <laughs> nuts. like not Whining and whimpering, and yeah, it, it, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it is
1: funny, but it kind of makes you want to talk to a pet whisperer. Yeah, I feel sorry
0: for him, but it's entertaining.
2: Yeah, I mean, I if mean... they go crazy enough, you're kind of like waiting for friends to come over, and you're like, all right, watch this. I'm going to pull this cooler yep. out. Watch what happens. <laughs> oh, Faith, my God. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the call. We appreciate you. Thanks.
1: Bye. Have a good day. Okay, Nikki's on the line.
2: Oh, hey, Nikki. Oh, Nikki, Nikki,
1: you're so fine. Hey, Nikki. Woo woo. Hi.
2: (laughs) How are you?
3: Good. How are you? We're great. Good. What does your pet do? I have a weird. I have two dogs. The little flooper teddy bear dogs, so cute. But I can't give them chewy treats anymore. Like special treats, I used to get them these knee bones, and my older dog. He at them, throws them, hides them. If it's springtime, he takes them outside and hides them. It. It's like he knows he's a spe- it's a special treat, and he doesn't want to eat oh, it. Oh, he wants, wants to, like... save it for later. <laughs> Interesting. That could be projection. I'm not sure, but it, that's what he does. He takes it, and so I can't give him any special chewy treats anymore. Aww. So my poor other dog is so deprived because the older one is crazy. You yeah. might have to do it on the down low. I know. Oh, I have one treat left in my house, and I keep thinking I'll give it to him when Boris is away.
2: Boris! This yeah. <laughs> is like when one, when one sibling ruins it for the others. You know, it's just Absolutely. like, no, we can't go to Chuck E. Cheese anymore because of the incident. She sees totally, a ski ball happens. and goes nuts. All right. Hey, Absolutely. thank you for the call, Nikki. We appreciate it.
4: Thanks, Nikki. Uh, the video... ...is up on mytalk 1071's Twitter account of the dog being afraid of the vacuum. Okay, perfect. Oh, Oh, what what an adorable... I know, the poor thing was like, please. Oh, but the furrowed brows and the ears are down. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's so funny to me, but I do feel bad. I was
1: like, okay, it's fine. It's going back in the closet. No worries. Bye.
4: How about you guys, Holly? You've got cats. Well, you know uh, the family. Well, the cats—they're normal. Now we have the family corgi. His name is Django, oh. and he lies on his back with his feet up, hmm. like straight up. Yeah, just it's yeah. just a vibe. That—that <laughs> that is how we, this this guy likes to relax, hang loose. You man. know what? Yeah. Oh, Holly,
2: let me affirm this. I looked up sleeping positions of dogs after we got Rex a couple years ago because I was like, he's like vibing out in a few different ways. When a dog, this is what they say, take it with a grain of salt. When a dog sleeps belly up with their legs sprawled out or stretched up, it is a sign of security. Yes, because Cats naturally. Too. They would want to protect their internal organs and they would hunch up. And so it's a sign of like ultimate relaxation and security, which, listen, I like the sound of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're doing a good job in providing a good atmosphere. However, what about (laughs) when he curls up like a potato bug? Does that mean he feels threatened?
1: A potato bug. No, he's comfortable. He's just snuggling. I
2: don't
3: know. Yeah,
1: I had a dog who did that, too, but he just would put the one paw up. And he was a German wire hair, so I was a little concerned. I would
2: say I don't like the look of that at all. The less I know about his background, the better. Uh, okay. Um, You know, my dog, if uh, like any time there's something new on the street, could be uh, like a neighbor who has put Christmas lights up for the first time. Yeah. Comes out of the house, and, and, and my dog hardly ever barks. Immediately, though. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. not What's crazy? going on? There were uh, people who put uh, in our neighbor's yard a couple of years ago. The neighbor had a birthday and then co-workers came and like stuck something in their uh, lawn. You oh, know? sure.
1: Like a happy birthday thing or it's a
2: boy. Deeply concerning for Rex. Anything that is
1: out of the ordinary, out of the
2: ordinary outside in particular.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Dogs, they're just like us. I'll tell
2: you one thing that I find um, impressive about. Our dog, who, you know, it's a soft-coated Heaton Terrier. They're very nice. They just want to, like, lick people. But people come up to our door, and depending on the day, we can have, like, one of those rotating doors going into the Empire State Building. It's just like neighbor kid, neighbor kid, neighbor, you know. So people are coming a lot. If someone approaches the door and it's dark out, he totally changes his tune, particularly if he knows that we're all in the house, isn't it weird? Oh. Like I like people are at the door. Great, great, great. Nighttime. Here's a, a a noise near the door. Watchdog. Or yeah, but not a guard dog. Oh. A watchdog will just alert you that there is a dog but he would just lick an intruder an intruder yeah but don't come. tell people that okay oh yeah oh, no he's he killed vicious. that one guy
1: yeah remember when he got the squirrel
2: yes yeah that was awful and we got him a conceal and carry permit By dog way, version
1: we do have another caller on the line but i want to ask holly something uh, do you so with you having cats at home tell me if you ever notice this it when i had a cat i had a cat for 17 years hank r.i.p i love you he it didn't matter where I was in the house. Let's say he was upstairs and I was downstairs. I decide to lie down on the couch. The minute I would lie down, boom, he was right he would appear out of nowhere. I if I'm in the bedroom, boom, he'd appear he'd appear. Like he always had a sense when I was lying down and he'd want to be next to me. What's up with
4: that? What's because you're a heat center. Mm. Oh. But singer, my cat. He's not a lap guy. He's only a lap guy. So Singer lives with my parents. Okay, because Singer and my dad are bros. Oh. they I, they cannot be separated.
2: Mm. It oh my is God. It, they
4: they are just BFFs, and uh, he only sits on my dad's lap. <sighs> Me? Who cares? Huh. Doesn't so matter. Interesting. They are bonded.
1: That pets. Is interesting. They're so yeah. strange. Yeah. Uh, let me read a quick uh email here. Every morning without fail, my cat will walk on my chest while I'm still asleep. And she will then sit half her body on the bed and half on my stomach and just stare at me until I wake up. If I take too long, in her opinion, she'll start making bread on my chest. Oh yeah. Uh because she knows her claws will poke at me and I'll get up. It's her way of getting me up to feed
2: her. Rex doesn't exactly have badonkadonk but he's doing a new thing where he'll get on the couch and then put his go put his chin on the rear of the couch like the back cushion Aww. and then just look either out the window into the kitchen or at a wall
1: that that's worrisome <laughs> <laughs> let's see what teresa has to say we'll give her the last word hi teresa hello
2: all right let's talk about your weird pet behavior
3: um we have a pug that is afraid of her own farts
2: <laughs> oh, this is incredible. Tell me more.
3: <laughs> She'll be sleeping in her bed and fart and jumps up and runs away. Sometimes she's just walking down the hall, farts, runs away.
2: Uh, you know, that is that story fits a pug so perfectly. They strike me, <laughs> and I, as a former pug owner, Teresa, I yeah. mean, they are delightfully dumb.
0: <laughs> and
1: very loving.
2: Very loving. And that's
1: why they make them so cute. Yes, that's
2: yeah. right. Oh, I love pugs. Thank you, that's Teresa. Wonderful. Thanks, Teresa.
1: And let's not talk Did about she... your pug right now. Oh, so cute. They are really cute.
2: Do you think she was offended when I said that they're dumb? Probably. I, she sounded a little yeah. like the tune changed.
1: Yeah, a little bit. She was like, peace out.
2: Yeah. Girl. Animal hater.
1: Right, totally. All right. If you see something, you should say something. That's what we always say.
2: We say it once a show. And we always say it at this point in particular. Um, Donna, your boy Howard Stern is calling out your royal, former royal couple, Harry and Meghan. I'm going to give you Howard Stern's take on the Netflix docu series, okay. and I want to see if you agree with him or okay. disagree with him. He obviously has an opinion. We'll tell you about it when we come back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. All right,
1: Bradley, get out of here. Your show doesn't start for like two and a half hours. Like we got Donnie Love and Donnie Love Jr. here eight hours before their
2: show.
4: Get the water bottle out.
2: I've seen Bradley twice this morning already. Noon to three, he says. They're on Noon to three. It is The Adventures of Bradley and Don. Yeah. They're uh, both like
1: acting real weird. Uh Welcome back to the show, by the way, it's us, Donna and Steve. Uh, I'm walking by and Dawn's like, hey, we were just talking about you. And I'm like, really? Say more. She's like, yeah, Mike's trying to come up with your questions for your trivia game. And he was going, was this too hard? And she said to him, don't worry about it. Just you do your questions. And I'm like, no, don't listen to her. Mm -mm. Make them real easy for me. Anyway, then Bradley scares me. I come out of the bathroom, open the door, and he's like, boo. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watch out. He's just sitting there. He's not even like prepping for his show. He's He's just just sitting like it's a hotel lobby. (laughs) What do you
4: think this is? A Hampton Inn, right? It kind of looks like one. It's just like...
1: And
2: he goes,
4: I never see
1: you. I go, I just saw you yesterday.
2: And you're thinking, doesn't that suffice till Project Down and Dirty?
1: That's what I thought. Yes. At least least the state fair. Or a video festival. (laughs) (laughs) Something. Totally. Uh, Anyway.
2: Now an email from Donna before we get to Howard Stern. This from Brianna. Okay. Donna quote to save. Nobody's going to eat me later, so that's a good thing. (laughs) Said in all seriousness, followed by a long pause as Steve considers the optimism of this statement. 9.20 AM. Please isolate and use as needed.
1: We've got other people producing the show. Holly, we might not even need you.
2: Honest to goodness, these people are they're they're hearing it and they're I mean, they're even doing the time codes now.
4: Great, let's crowdsource. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Wow.
2: I would love to do that.
1: You know, we end our show every day, as we were discussing yesterday, asking what the soup is, yeah. and somebody had emailed and said, you know what, I love that, it's a great way to end the show. Are you paying that guy who did that? Because we had a listener send in the intro to What's the Soup, Yeah. and wow. it's fantastic. And she's like, you guys should be paying him. I'm like, shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that just freely given? Yes, it was a gift. A gift. Hope we don't have to sign that off on the whole tax oh, thing this
2: oh, year. No, no, the tax thing? I can't talk about taxes. Alright, alright. I'm gonna right hit more. this button. Hey, if you it. see something, right. say something. <laughs> oh, that is catchy, huh?
3: Time for <laughs> if you see something, say something. With Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something.
0: Come on and party tonight. Hi, hi.
1: Before you say anything, yes. I just want to say, I don't know what my position is on Harry and Megan. I really don't know. I kind of teeter-totter. Ooh. Totter.
2: Teeter-totter and seesaw the same thing? Or do you teeter-totter on a seesaw? Real question.
4: I don't even think I ever thought of that I before. I My mind has been blown. blown. Yeah.
2: Welcome <laughs> to the experience, Holly. I think you teeter totter on a seesaw. Going
4: with that. Okay.
2: She saw seesaws down by the seesaw. All space. right. Okay. So now Howard you Stern said- has an opinion. So now you say stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Stern does have a firm opinion. Uh, and I will quote him here. He says Harry and Megan act like, quote, earmuffs. Whiny bitches in the Netflix series. He says, among other things, it's been painful watching it. He's watching it because his wife is into it, and so he's, Mm. you know, in there and watching. I wouldn't stay with it, but my wife wants to watch it. So we have shows we watch, but they come off like such whiny biatches. I got to tell you, man, I just don't get it. I get Prince Harry being ticked off at the monarchy for his mother. They treated her like bleep. He says, goes on to say, Prince Charles mm, wasn't great to Lady Diana. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then he goes on to say, um, and I feel bad for Prince Harry losing his mother and all that. So you got my empathy there. But when those two start whining about wah, 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 and they don't like me, and she wants to be beloved in this country. But man, oh man, it's just very weird to watch two people keep screaming we wanted our privacy we Mm -hmm. wanted the press to leave us alone Howard Stern said and then what is their special that they put out on Netflix showing you them and their kids and their life it's like the Kardashians except boring you know what I mean I don't
1: remember them saying anything about privacy per se I think the press is a hundred times there what it is here and the level of interest becomes so intrusive. And then they've got little kids. He wants to protect his wife. He sees them treating her the same way they treated his mother. It's probably easy for Howard to say that. He's not walking in their shoes. Yes, they're privileged. Yes, they're rich. They're famous. But nobody deserves that. It gets. I, I think about this is totally different. I think about Kelly Clarkson, who's dealing with some guy who's showing up to her house. Now she has to deal with the restraining order and, and lawsuits and things like that. It's like they just want to do, they just want to be in love and go be, I don't know. Yes, I find, I find them a little annoying.
2: Well, regarding <laughs> what he says about privacy, I understand the angle of that argument. I don't know that it entirely holds up, though, because I... There's an element of, if you're Harry and Meghan, you know you're going to get covered in some way, just by nature of who you are, and certainly now by nature of what you've done. But you want to control the narrative as best you can. So, yeah. you know, I think there's that element to it with them. They know they're going to get covered. They know they're going to get written about. So at some point, I can understand saying, you know what? Fine. If if this is just something we can't avoid, stories being written about us, at least let us write part of it. So I, I understand an element of that. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it.
1: Yeah, I I mean the first episode is kind of like, okay, yeah, tell me something new. I already I already knew all of this. Um, but then the more you watch, I'm I'll watch anything that has to do with the Royals. I'll be honest with you. It's just a very interesting way of life that I want to know more about. And he's told us more than anything I've ever heard.
2: Yeah.
4: I don't know. Halls Have you watched? I watched a couple episodes of Harry and Meghan. And I think, Steve, you point at it. It's not necessarily about privacy for Harry and Meghan, but it was about control. Mm -hmm. It's about controlling the narrative, controlling access, uh, and that they want to be in charge of how they're perceived publicly. Well, I guess everybody does. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you know, and and so what we're kind of learning in this docuseries is how much... They didn't have control of that being within the British monarchy as senior royals. So then they leave. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's a lot more to the story. And maybe we'll learn in the second part of the documentary yes. when it drops on Thursday. Yes.
2: That's right. I can't episodes, wait. Episodes? Oh, wait. Excuse me. I
4: think two more episodes. Right?
2: Volumes. Oh, right. Oh. Volumes. Oh. Four, five, and six, I think. Well, two or three more. But yeah, they're not episodes. They're royals, guys. They're volumes. What's your favorite volume of Friends?
1: Oh, that's funny.
2: Volume.
1: What's your favorite volume of Friends? That's good, Steve. Um, uh, all right, We
2: bye. When we come back, we're going to cut Holly loose because she's been working all day already. Yeah, she has. And you're thinking all day. It's only been like an hour. No, she got up a lot earlier than all those guys, okay? She was on the morning show. Uh, so we will cut her loose. Producer Mike will come in. And uh, I thought we were going to get to it here. Maybe we'll get to it next. We'll peel back the curtain. Speaking of Harry and Megan. On what my phone relationship is like with Donna.
3: <laughs> A real
2: voicemail left on her phone last night. You can hear it for yourself. Okay, bye.
3: Bye, Holly.